we're gonna have to take all these tangents and put them at the end at one and a half no. speed. <laughs> one and a half speed. There's no like- point five <laughs> speed. You can't escape the tangents, bitches. <laughs> Sustainment. I'm Amanda. Are you sure about that? Because I'm Ezra. Uh, I'm Amanda. Yeah, you, you just stuttered. No, okay. I was making fun of you. Oh, okay, no, that's fine. But I have to say I'm Amanda. I have to separate it a little because I'm Amanda. Just kind of has like a weird mouthfeel to Mama it. Mama Mama. I don't know what I'm Do we want to try it again then? <laughs> Welcome to Sustainment. We're really excited to be here. Well, I'm really excited to be here. I can't speak for Ezra. You can in this case. I am also... Sorry. <laughs> I had to scoot back. This chair is very squeaky. Okay, yes. You can speak for Ezra in this case because this is an impulse recording. It is. It is currently 1040 at night on a Saturday. We had a weird night last night of Italian dinners and voodoo dolls and Ingus thongs and perfect snogging. And Colette. And Colette. I forgot we watched... Gosh, I forgot we watched two movies last night. I didn't go to bed till three. I didn't go to bed till one thirty. But then I was at car dealership, and it was rough. <laughs> yes, the roughest I'm five so hours sorry. of my life. But I woke up at eight thirty this morning, so I only got like five hours of sleep, which is fine. I'm fine. But then I took a nap, which was less fine because it was one of those naps where I woke up tireder, mm. more tireder than when I went to bed. And I took one of those naps. When I was just, like, so angry that I didn't want to deal with my emotions. And then I woke up and I just felt lost. Which is better than being angry. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, so then then our new roommate Riley is down visiting her parents. So it was just me and Ezra. And I was like, okay, we are thinking of doing a Death Note episode. And... We've been working on it, and I yeah. think we're going to. Yeah, it'll point. happen eventually. But then Enola Holmes just came out, and I we were like, so which one? And Ezra was like, let's do Enola. And I was like, down. Let's go for it. You guys, it's so good. It's a good time. And so we were talking about it, and then the impulse of this impulse episode, I was like, what if we talk about some of the different Sherlock Holmes adaptations? And our opinions on them. And we haven't seen very many. No, we've seen, so we've seen Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. So good. Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. I'm coming for you, Stephen Moffat. (laughs) Die, you whore. And then we've just seen Enola Holmes. And then I've seen parts of Elementary. I don't know how much. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen compilation videos of Natalie Dormer oh. in Elementary and Lucy Liu. So, like, yeah, I've seen bits. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. Mom loves it. Yeah. yeah I need to watch it. So we're going to talk about mainly the three. Yeah, because, like, yeah, we're not going to mention Elementary. We haven't seen it enough to really... And there's... Um, I'm pretty sure we just watched a movie... Or we watched a YouTube video in which it mentioned that there are over 200 adaptations of Sherlock Holmes, so... I think the next one is definitely going to be, like, Sherlock Gnomes. And how that fits into the greater Gnomeo and mm-hmm. Juliet-verse. Mm-hmm. The Gnome-verse. The Gnome-verse. 
we have Sherlock's story, like how we got into the Sherlock. I'm pretty sure it was Hannah for me. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she introduced it or like it was just a big thing when I was, when we were in high school. I was in mm-hmm. high school. I don't know. And we both really got into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still pretty into it. And we're, we're mostly referring to the TV show here. Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought that's what we were talking about. My love for the TV show extended into me reading the novels. Did you read the whole thing? Not all of them, but okay. I did read several of them. Okay. Like, 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 they're, they're short stories, right? Some of them are short stories. Okay. Because they were published in magazines as periodicals uh, once upon a time. Oh, I don't know that. Here's the thing. I have Arthur, the whole collection, or part one and two of the collection, on my bookshelf right now. And I've been meaning to read it. I haven't. I'll just keep reading fan fiction. That's fair. It's easier. <laughs> it's a lot easier. <laughs> so because, and like, no offense to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, most of the fanfic's better. Listen, it's just what I want. But to be fair, there's a lot of the source material that people tend to ignore. Yes. And most of that is Holmes being like a nice person. Hmm. You don't get that in most of them. No, you sure don't. At least two of them that we've seen. And well, and I'd say two and a half because in Enola Holmes, he's, I got like autistic vibes where he didn't quite get social things. So it wasn't like malicious in the sense that all other adaptations seem. Yeah, especially I would say Sherlock is Gosh. the most like he's definitely the meanest. He 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 does grow though. Like like you can see him learning. Mm-hmm. And like especially like that one part in the Christmas episode with the present and he's like being a jerk and then he's like Merry Christmas Molly Hoopa. And why do you have to make me think of that scene? I, I know. hate that scene. So much. Here's the thing. That is probably I would argue the best episode of that whole series. Oh. Easily. Yes. And I think it's because you have that part that is just cringy and horrible and I literally leave the room when it comes on because I hate watching it or I close my eyes and plug my ears and it's just painful. But then you have at the end, I took your pulse. And it's just like... And the the music of that episode is really good as well. really good. But even like after that Christmas scene, right after when it's the moan and then... That wasn't me. It was me. My gosh, really? It was very good. Yeah, it's fine. You just get extremes. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, and then obviously we all saw, uh, I I feel like the RDJ movies came before. Sherlock? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sherlock started like 2010. And I'm pretty sure the first Sherlock Holmes came out like. Nine? Oh, eight, oh, nine. Yeah. And then, and then I think then the second one probably came out between like season the one f- and two of Sherlock. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Which? It doesn't matter. Here's a fun story. Um, the second Sherlock Holmes movie. Um, you had seen it for some reason without me. And okay. then uh, we as a family went to Universal Studios. And in the entrance to the park, mm-hmm. there's a movie theater. And so we went and saw it. Game of Shadows. That's what it's called. I keep forgetting. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went and saw it. And I straight up nearly walked out of the theater when Sherlock Holmes died. Oh. Because I didn't know the story at that point. <laughs> no. And the real story is 
Arthur Conan Doyle did not want to write him anymore and killed him off. Yes. And then everyone was like, bring him back, please. He's like, excuse me. I do need more money. So (laughs) actually, I don't know if it was money, but he was being harassed on the streets. Gosh. And so he came back. I will say this, like we give fangirls and fanboys a lot of crap these days. And, like, some of it's definitely deserved, and there is some crap that goes on in fandom. I'm glad to see that it happened back in the day, too, that it's just, like, part of the human experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Crusades. That was fanboys going crazy. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. Okay, and then Enola Holmes just came out. Can we talk about Millie Bobby Brown for Gosh, a second? Gosh, she's so good. I want to protect her from everything. At all costs. And this all started. This all started. We saw Stranger Things back in the day. Yes. When it first came out. Two strange two things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then she came to Comic-Con, and I just want to share this story because it was very cute. And you got her to sign something? Or you just went up to say hi? I just went up to say hi because her booth wasn't super busy. Which is crazy to me now. And I'm pretty sure at the same one... The kid who played Dustin was there, and his oh, booth was crazy packed. Everyone loved him. And I'm like, I get. But Eleven's right there. Yeah, here's the thing. Eleven as a character in like season one, she was yeah. fine. She got better season two and three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but she's so she's she's the main character. You'd think. Yeah, yeah. but she's not like she's not relatable. Dustin, I think, is the most. Doesn't matter. We anyway, not. <laughs> this is not our Stranger Things episode. Anyway, so we go up to her, and, and then this is more your story than mine. Yeah, and so like I just was like, she's what twelve, thirteen at the time. I think she was twelve. Oh my gosh, baby, and. <laughs> I'm only, like, I'm five, six years older than her. No, wait, so she's 16 right now, so you're, like, nine years older than her? Oh, or no, gosh, no. I'm no. so old. No, like, that's not math. Seven, seven years older. That's I'm close. between five and ten years older than her. <laughs> but anyway, we go up, and I'm like, hi, big fan, you know, Stranger Things was so good, and blah, blah, blah. And she, first off, I didn't know she was British at this point, <laughs> and so just this tiny little angel just says, oh, thank you very much. And then sticks out her hand to shake and says, I'm Millie. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm aware. <laughs> There's a sign behind you that says Millie Bobby Brown. Also, can we talk about how cute that name is? It's an extremely good That's name. It's a very good name. I just, just like, it was just the cutest thing. Like, a tiny little proper, like, oh, so cute. Just lo- bless her heart. Yes, I love that, though, because it gives, like, lets her be a, like, a normal person when she's, like, a celebrity. I've heard that sometimes, that celebrities like to, like, introduce themselves still. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so she was adorable in that. The costume's amazing. I love how lighthearted the show was in general. Yes, yeah. Though there were weirdly, like, two really dark parts. Uh, yeah, okay, so death and then when she was being drowned oh yeah that was rough yeah which also features born burn gorman i think his name is from pacific rim and torchwood that Mm. guy with the weird face (laughs) bless his heart very british i'm glad to know he's up to something these days i I was worried even if it is torturing 16 year olds and then being killed by them yeah spoilers yeah spoilers and then we have 
the Holmes brothers oh. that are usually the main focus of any adaptations. Which I'm not mad about it. Like, I'm glad they were not main characters. It oh, was yeah. very good. And, like, this is a much better little, little sister than we got in season four of Sherlock. Oh, gosh. Because that was a nightmare. I hated it. I wanted to love it. Just a bad. It was not and good. So we get... So we've vaguely talked about comparing the different mm-hmm. characters and their parallels. So I think Who do we you want to start with. I, I was thinking start with Mycroft okay, because yeah. overall he's less central to most of the stories. Most of them. Okay. So in the RDJ movies, he Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry, so cute, so, so lovable. I mean, very... but that's just Stephen Fry. Yeah, I don't you know can't he... not yeah. love Stephen Fry. Yes, he was very good. He's he yes, good boy. Doesn't yeah. feature a ton. Just... Yes, and then we've got in Sherlock. Mark Gatiss. Okay, okay, ignoring his writing and in queer baiting, which I don't get. He's gay. Why would he encourage that? Because he's a capitalist pig. Um, anyway. <laughs> he's, I like the character's interactions with Sherlock. Yes. I don't love the character. And I, I like the concept of a Mycroft that is just as smart, if not smarter than Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, and cares about him and wants to protect him. Yes. I, I think that's a very good starting point for that character. But he he's he's very mean, which is a theme of all of the Sherlock characters. They all are very mean. They really are. Like, can I have a tender moment, please? And then we've got Enola Holmes, which is Sam Claflin as Mycroft. And Nick O'Dare from Hunger Games. That's all I knew him in. I yeah. Think. He's um, not good. No, he, I don't like him. He, he he represents the status quo and yeah. the men in power trying to maintain. maintain. Yeah, which is again interesting. A good villain. Yeah, and, but I did like it. He was a little bit of a bumbling idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was refreshing. That was fun. Like especially compared to the Sherlock one. It was good. Yeah. yeah, I like a bumbling idiot. A himbo. Yeah. Except there's no goodness. He doesn't qualify as a himbo. No, he does not. I don't know what he is. He's just mean. And um, then, um, Sherlock. Throughout them. Okay. okay. <laughs> RDJ. I like... He's playing himself. Always. <laughs> he always plays himself in every movie he's in. And it works, but this time it's him with a shitty British accent. And was it bad? A passable British accent. Okay. Doilies. Um, <laughs> I do get I the vibe that. from RDJ's Sherlock that he's he's very possessive of Watson mm-hmm. and cares a lot. And he doesn't say he cares, but his actions and his body language say otherwise. Yeah. And I think that's very good. I, I do like the whole, like, not taking accountability for his actions and blaming it on Watson, but still, like, making up for it in the long run. Yeah, that's very you vibes. <laughs> If you don't know, Amanda is the kind of person who, if she's in the room while someone else is making dinner, she'll be like, oh, I helped make this. Okay. First of all, that is reverse of what Sherlock is. Well, I mean, it's the same it's vibe. It's the same vibe, though. it is. But <laughs> that, is a, like a, that is a joke within the house, and I'm fine with it. Okay, so Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, wait, are we done with Sherlock? Wait, so I'm thinking, yeah, I think I we're done with RDJ. RDJ. Benedict Cumberbatch. <sighs> Get this man a hug. <laughs> he, I feel like we really got some character development with him. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, yeah. Overall, yes. And like, even in even in the season four, it got weird. It's not like 
Let's not talk about Do you ever forget your best friend and pretend he's a dog? Yeah, okay, listen. He was a child. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So, like, overall, I really like him. And it's like, listen, I know this is me being a fangirl, but, like, Benedict Cumberbatch is attractive. Yeah. In, like, a weird way. It's the voice. I'm pretty sure it's all voice. He's got the most velvety voice of all time. And it does a lot of the heavy lifting. I, yes. I, I know this is not the episode, but him and Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a Star Trek episode. Stat. Oh my gosh, I, c- I could. Let's do an entire episode on just Carl Urban. Oh my hey, gosh. episode canceled. Let's talk about <laughs> Carl Urban. I haven't seen The Boys. He smells so good. Oh, he does. That leather jacket was so soft. <laughs> context we took a picture with him at comic-con one time he's so here's here's the thing <laughs> i did i did sniff him on purpose stop getting me distracted but also no. can we talk about okay so uh star trek beyond mm-hmm. the last scene where they're all like at the birthday party stop. i know his outfit but like his smile sometimes gets a little weird like he's like trying to be charming and like yeah it's kind of like i'm gonna say smarmy yeah but it's just like it feels insincere. He's uh-huh. gorgeous, and he could get it. Uh-huh. And now I'm just thinking about the boys, which, big different vibes from McCoy. So different. Focus. Back on track. Benedict Cumberbatch. Other <sighs> defining... Okay, so let's describe Sherlock's personality in this adaptation. High-functioning sociopath. Okay. That's not a personality. It. I mean, <sighs> he sure says it, it like it's a personality trait. Ah, uh, he's smart and clever, and... I really like the... Okay, I say like. I, it's a very defining trait that he's very dismissive of other mm-hmm. people and very condescending. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he could do that without being so mean, perhaps? Yes. But he doesn't. There's... He likes being mean. Do you think he doesn't get it sometimes, though? Oh, yeah. There's definitely autistic vibes Mm -hmm. from him as well. And that's what a lot of people in the fandom have headcanoned. Yes. um, Where it's, like, the hyperfixations Mm -hmm. and the... Still fun, though. Oh, yeah. It's a really good show. And, okay, one of the many things I was into in my Sherlock days was the costumes in it. Mm. And his suits and his dressing gowns. The dressing gown is still available for sale. It's about 6,000 pounds. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it's like as soon as this takes off, done. Yeah, like we're gonna start a Patreon. 100% of the funds are going to getting me a silk dressing gown. Please and thank you. (laughs) And I will wear it and nothing else for for my OnlyFans account. I'm not going to dismiss this idea. I'm it's here a for good it. idea. Yes. This is a smart business model. There was some good costumes in yes. there. And yes. then and then now what Amanda's very excited to talk about, Henry Cavill's uh, interpretation <gasps> of Sherlock Holmes. Okay, you guys. Okay, first of all, Henry Cavill is amazing. He, him and Man from Uncle took my heart. And then tried to watch the Tudors. No, thank you. Tried to watch Superman. Probably don't care. But I will now. His Sherlock in this is so good. I was t- we, uh, so Pod Dad Jordan was watching it, and he was like, the comments he heard was like, he's too handsome, and not enough of an asshole. And I was like, um, show me where in the text that says Sherlock is not handsome and is an asshole. Yeah, no, thank you. And I love this. I love it. He he's very reserved, and he's like, he's distant very, is a word I distant. used. 
Uh, he observes things, which I guess all Sherlock's do. But it was just, it was just so fun to see him just like be pretty. It was just fun to see him, period. And then him being smart, and oh my gosh, he had this one suit that was blue to match his beautiful eyes, and I just... <sighs> and so... Sorry, give this... Hey, give this conversation some, like, depth, because I am so shallow right now. Okay, I'm And I don't even to. care. <laughs> so, like, from from a, an adaptation perspective, it's very, um... He's a very scientific version mm-hmm. of Holmes, and, like... And the way I see that is, like, he's being a scientist where he doesn't want to interact, where he, like, distances himself from the situation. And in, like, the first two-thirds of the movie, he's like, my hands are tied. I can't affect anything. I'm just here. I'm, like, he... He doesn't want to be another variable. Yeah. Yeah. That... I like that. I know. Yes, he actually has a brain. (laughs) What? (laughs) Weird. Oh, my gosh. Um... But you can, like, you get the sense that he was hurt emotionally. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's your type. Obviously. <laughs> and that's why he's so reserved. And then he, like, learns to, like, love his sibling. Which Very always, good. like, a good sibling relationship. Like, fuck me up, man. <laughs> and he's also very proper. And I really appreciate mm-hmm. that, that, like, he... And then it's probably, like, the distance of, like, the being emotionally traumatized, whatever. I don't know his backstory in this one. I also thought it was interesting that we, well, maybe the drug thing. I don't know if that came up. It did not. It didn't come up. I don't know that it was a factor, but maybe. So, I mean, the reason I say the emotionally hurt thing is, like, their dad died. Oh, yeah. And immediately Sherlock and Mycroft left home. Yeah. And left Enola and their mom home alone. Mm -hmm. Home alone. Oh gosh, I Home Enola. <laughs> anyway, and so like I'm just assuming like that was a big source. Like you know, my brain is telling me, oh, he was close with his father. Yeah, and uh-huh. he anyway, and so that's where the trauma comes in for Very me. Good. I'm projecting fake trauma onto this boy because I want to love him more, and that's all you need to know about me. Lovely. So my other favorite thing about the different Sherlock's. Oh wait, do you want to go over Lestrade's really quick? The one oh yeah, yeah. care so much like the one in the in the Robert Downey Jr. is bumbling idiot. He, not I would not say a bumbling idiot. He is we, we we don't get enough of him to know if he's incompetent, but he has moments of like snark and like it's, it's his, because you have like if you're playing against Robert Downey Jr. in a film, you have to snark back, otherwise yeah. you're not going to be in the film. Exactly. So like yeah, I liked their interactions. That was fun. Yeah. I would say Lestrade and Sherlock is the most bumbling idiot. Yeah. I I feel like, like I feel like he's the bumbling idiot, but he's also tied back by, like, procedure and law. Judicial. Yeah. But also, all cops are bastards, so. (laughs) Sucks to suck, Greg. Greg? (laughs) You're (laughs) I like that running joke that Sherlock doesn't know Greg's name. It's a very good one. It's a good joke. And then this one, I don't. I mean, he was like semi antagonist, yeah, which was interesting choice. choice. Um, fine, but like, I guess the implication was that like he was sort of bought off by Mycroft to entrap Enola back into a life of misogyny. So, and and strict gender roles. And here's the thing: in Lestrade's defense, you could pay me off to do a lot of things. Okay, and at that time, I get it. If it's it's like that quote from the black lady Edith, 
Yes. The, oh, that was such a good... Um, you do the quote, you know it better, I'm sure. Oh, I don't have it memorized, but it's something along the lines of... She's talking to Sherlock at this point. Uh, you don't care about politics because the way the world is suits you just fine. And th- that was a very good political running commentary mm-hmm. through the movie, which I thought was very appropriate. Um, yes. And, like, not too preachy mm-hmm. and also, like, not too complicated because this is, I think, more so a... A movie aimed at younger yeah. audiences. The youths. Well, okay, not the youths. <laughs> They're the TikTok generation. No, but oh. I mean, I'm thinking like 8 to 12s. Oh, really? That's the vibe I got. Okay, but that death scene? Okay, that that's the only thing. That was a gnarly death PG-13. scene. PG-13. It was thir- PG-13? Yeah. Probably because of the death scene. And yeah. And the drowning thing. And if only they would have let Millie Bobby Brown say fuck. Oh, that would have been funny. Anyway. Oh, we haven't talked about uh, Enola's boyfriend boy. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, hold on. I have one more comparison for yes, the three. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so it's not a person. But the thing I love about Sherlock adaptations that I've seen is they have a thing. So, like, Sherlock and RDJ, he has his thing where he's like, I'm going to punch his jaw and then elbow him and then... He, like, sees all the fight scenes in slow-mo before they happen. Yeah. And he, like, plans it out, and then he's like, and throw the handkerchief to distract him. Whatever. And then you have uh, Sherlock, where he has his words flying in to tell him stuff. And his (laughs) mind palace. Goddamn mind palace. (laughs) We watched the honest trailer for Sherlock, and you guys, it's It's so so good. good. Moriarty licking things. My favorite character, Moriarty looking things. Sherlock sniffing things. Also good. Anyway. Watson's adorable little run. You guys, his run is so cute. Martin Freeman's a bastard, but his run is so cute. Oh boy. I want to waddle. Oh, waddle, waddle. That was a YouTube video. <laughs> Duck in the lemonade or great. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Okay, what year is it? 2005? <laughs> Apparently. Okay, yeah, so yeah, his words floating, which I still love. It's so good. Um, and then you have, and it's not even just him, like Moriarty has some too. Anyway, and then this one, um, Enola has, like, like there's like pop-up things that would come up with like, like, it was mostly in the beginning to give some backstory where it would show like, and Sherlock is a detective and he does this, this, and this. And mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. And oh, 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 oh. And she uses like Scrabble, but like. And ciphers. Yeah. Which is less of like a, like the other, the other ones, it's more of an editing choice. These a little bit. It's not as obvious though. Yeah. I do love those. I love mm-hmm. the like pop up. Let's talk about Henry Cavill again. Yes. Because mm-hmm. him, like one thing I noticed is he he likes a puzzle for the sake of a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And you can see him, like, the, the mother went missing, and he goes into her room, and he, like, looks at some things. And, like, you see him, like, he solves a little puzzle, and then he just smiles. Mm-hmm. Or he's smiling at the fact that there is a puzzle for him to solve. Yeah. And then at the end, when he figures out that his sister solved it before he did, uh-huh. he, like, laughs to himself. <gasps> that was so and good. He's not as arrogant as most of the adaptations. Yes, like which I like. It's it's knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like he has his own curiosity and what's it satisfied, he's good. Yeah. Like and I think that's that's very refreshing because every other Sherlock is just so damn arrogant. They want the attention, they want other people to know mm-hmm. how clever they are. And yes. but he just 
He just likes being smart for his own sake. Yes. And that's very cute. I love it. It's very good. It's, yes, he was a very good Sherlock. And then also, okay, sorry, we're still talking about him. He's not even the main character no, of this but movie. No, so good. Um, the fact that he's such a reserved, quiet adaptation, it really allows Enola to be the main character. Which is really good. I, I, I like the shows when the girl can like do it herself and learns and like is able to be the main character without having to rely on the guy. Yes. And there were a couple of times throughout the movie where you and I both like, we try to guess the movies as they're happening. Yeah. And we made a prediction, oh, Sherlock's going to come help her at this point. Yeah. And we did that like three, four different times mm-hmm. or like, oh, he's going to show up and do this. Oh, he's and say- he never did. He never did as we predi- predicted. <laughs> Because it wasn't about him. It's not mm-hmm. his movie. And I think I think we kind of forgot that as we were watching I it. I think so. Because okay. we wanted to see more of the oh boy. Oh my gosh, he's so pretty. <laughs> he's a nice boy. Gosh, even the cleft chin, which like, I, I, like, I'm not opposed to that, but it's not usually like a, ooh, look at that. Um, but with him, it's like, yes. It's a good boy. He's got curly hair. He's blue eyed. He's so tall. He's thick. He's thick. He fill out that suit, though. Oh my gosh, he does. Okay. And he's the little brother. So good. So good. Okay, um. Boyfriend? Anola's- oh, oh, okay, yeah. Anola's boyfriend, the Viscount Tewksbury. <clears throat> Mar- Marquis of ba- Basil-, Basil Hayden. Ba- ba- <laughs> Basil Weather. Basil Weather, excuse me. Yeah. Aluminium. <laughs> Basil Pavement. Zebra Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin. My Benedict really? Cumberbatch. No. Oh, that sounds like something he would do, though. It does sound like something <laughs> I would do. Penguin. <laughs> Why can't he pronounce penguin? Oh, no. It's not that hard a word, darling. Penguin. Uh, so Tewksbury. I I feel like in a lot of movies you get the woman going off on her own, mm-hmm. and she gets an emotional haircut to represent how she's changing in her life. Yeah. But now, this time, Plot it's a twist. boy. Oh my gosh, you guys, it was such a good haircut. I liked his hair. Oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was a fun look. The new haircut shaped his face better, framed mm-hmm. his face better, whatever. He, and also, he's a good face. He's got a really good face. He's just a tiny baby. Oh my gosh. And like, what I loved, and, and, and this was something that like, was Kind of vague undertones, but, like, uh, the mom, Helena Bonham Carter, taught Enola to be, like, tough and, like, don't get distracted by men. Right? That was... Or was that something Sherlock said? Well, you get the vibe that she... She never straight up said, don't get distracted by men, but it was, like, you have other priorities, like, and the whole concept is that Helena Bonham Carter is a feminist... And potentially a terrorist, which, good on you, girl. <laughs> and does make her re- uh, read Mary Wollstonecraft. Something like that. Oh, w- that's Mary Shelley's mom, who wrote Frankenstein. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Power family. No kidding. This is like... Yeah, I no. No, I was going to say the Kardashians, because that's the only like famous family I could think of, but they're not powerful. <laughs> no. They're influential. I was going to say Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. That's a good one. I forget their names. Doesn't Judy Garland have a, have a famous kid or something? 
Probably. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, but yes, you are correct. So yeah, so like, and, and that was the thing that I really liked. So you have Enola who was trained more or less to be like, take care of yourself, get your job done, focus on it, whatever. And then she meets this boy who is struggling and needs help and is like going through a rough time. And she does the kind thing and helps him. She mm-hmm. goes back for him. She goes to save him to make sure he's okay. And I love that. I love the idea that, hey, because then afterwards, once she's helped him find out who's trying to kill him, then the vote goes through because he gets to vote and it helps with something. Feminism. Yes. I mean, it doesn't specifically, but like the vibe we get is this yeah. is going to progress things socially. Which is awesome. I love that. I think I think it's a good show of karma of like, you do a good thing and it'll help you out in the long run. And I... I think it's also very important, like, to show... We're all kind of sick of the female empowerment character. Yeah. Quote, unquote. That's someone who... It's like a male fantasy version of female empowerment instead of an actual female empowerment character is someone who can make choices Mm. and... Who And I think that, like, in general, having someone who is powerful but uses that power to be kind is a really important message. I agree. Kindness is very important to me, and so I really appreciated that in this. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I just said the same thing, so, like, I I have no no ground to stand on. But Also a nerd. Yeah. Here's something I want to discuss. Please don't make me kiss Mary Kill. Oh, you put... That's not even close to what I was going to talk about. Oh no, okay, go for it. What would make the perfect Sherlock adaptation for you? That's the chair squeaking. She leaned back and crossed her legs and arms because she has to think very hard. I do. People the fingers. Her mind palace is quivering. Ew. I don't... Oh God. my, My apologies. Her mind palace is... Constructing. Uh, afloat? The words. <laughs> the words are just zooming around her head. Liberty. Hound. Clean. Dirty. <laughs> Size 12. Three dogs. <laughs> okay. So, like, if, like, what if I constructed my favorite cast? Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, we'll come back to this. Okay. One of the things in Enola Holmes, because, again, it's not a movie about Sherlock. Yes. There was no Watson featured. Yes, which and there I was did no like. mention of Watson either. Oh, no. and there was no Mrs. Hudson, and there's no Irene, and there's no Moriarty. All of which I'm fine with. Yeah, like again, it's not his movie. No, but we. I was like, what if? What if we just uh, throw Andrew Scott in there? Oh, always <laughs> throw Andrew Scott into everything, including my bed. A hot priest. Hot priest. I just need a minute. Hold on. <laughs> you brought in them by mine. Like, that doesn't just turn you on. It's calling call me father. Like, it doesn't turn you on to just say it. <laughs> Honey, you should see me, me in a crown. <laughs> He's such a freak in that show, in Sherlock. But, like... It's a sexy freak. <laughs> You're a freak. Super freak. Yeah. No, He's like... Super freaky. Andrew Scott embodies chaotic sexual energy. Oh my gosh, he does. And I've only seen him in three roles. What's the third? Um, he was in James Bond movie. What? Whoa, new one? Yes. Um, the newest one? So after Skyfall, there was one that I don't remember the name of. Quantum of Solace. No, that was before. I don't know anything. Um, and the Casino plot- Royale. No. <laughs> 
Uh, the plot was something like, I think Christoph Waltz was there. And there was a new blonde girl that he slept with. A new Bond girl or a new blonde girl? Yes. <laughs> Semantics. They're all the same. Um, and Q wore a parka at one point. I'm remembering the important parts of the movie. Obviously. And then Andrew Scott was a government official. Was and there was something crazy? to do with bureaucracy. He was evil. Excellent. And I think he fell off of a balcony. <gasps> Sherlock. <laughs> anyway. What are we on about? We're just talking chaotic sexual energy. Yes. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. he did embody chaotic sexual energy in that, but like in a bureaucrat way. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of sexual energy that's chaotic. Yeah, it's a pretty bad sexual energy. Um, okay, so I'm So if we my... cast, well, well, real quick, we're going to cast some people if Henry Cavill got his own movie as Sherlock. I don't know who to cast as Watson, though. I brought up, when we were getting Taco Bell, John Boyega, because oh, he's yes, British yes, and yes, cute. Yes. Okay, I want a girl Moriarty, though. <laughs> like Natalie Dormer, but not Natalie Dormer. Kira Knightley. <gasps> no! It's too powerful! Okay, no, never mind. Oh, hey, Sophie Turner? Stop! Okay. That's not better! <laughs> and then Joe Jonas has a camera. <laughs> that... That that flip that you just went through. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was good. Okay, so too powerful. Do we want to go tone it down? I, I actually, I really want Colin Morgan in it. <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't know as who though. Okay, who are some other side characters Can... in Sherlock? Can he be Mrs. Hudson? <laughs> yes, Mr. Hudson with his cute Irish accent. Yes. Okay, I'm in. Okay, ten out of ten. Okay, I and love then. This. I'd say uh, Sophie Turner is Irene Adler. Okay. And then Kira Knightley as Moriarty. Oh my gosh. I'm so good at this. Hey, Hollywood? Call us up. We are ready for this. Please. Please. Okay, can COVID please be done so we can, like, I want to be on set and I'll seduce Henry Cavill. I know Sophie Turner is married. I know Kira Knightley is married. I think so. I listen. We'll I can watch work. from afar. That's fine. It's not creepy. Okay, okay, but like you know how in the Sherlock Holmes movies, there's that one scene where Irene Adler dies of consumption after talking to Moriarty. First off, fucking hate the fridging. Yes. Second off, <laughs> at you too, Sherlock. Like, it's and true. then the Sherlock where Irene Adler and Moriarty like they don't have like direct interactions but like you get the fact like they have a working relationship yeah but having that with kira knightley and sophie turner oh my gosh please ma'ams very good and there's this thing that kira knightley does where like you'll know um i'm gonna describe the specific part in parts of the caribbean where she does it when she's holding the necklace over the edge of the boat And she does that where she like gasps a little bit and then it turns into a smile. She's teasing him. Lord. (laughs) And that's how Ezra knew she was gay. (laughs) That's the moment it happened. That's when I was turned gay. And there's no recovery. And you were very young. My our parents I was four years old when that movie came out. 
You saw, we saw that when you were four? Okay, maybe not four. I don't know. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, I was like. 2003. There it is. Okay. That's still. That's, that's a so PG-13 hard. movie. Yeah, and those skeletons were scary. Scary. Okay, okay, okay. Back oh on track. Gosh. Again. <laughs> Our perfect Sherlock Holmes. I want Enola, and I don't want Yuris, Yurishuris, the other one, the other sister from Sherlock that was rough. Okay, sorry. Enola. Well, okay, 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 okay. Really, Bobby Brown? Not, I don't want specific stuff like that. Like, I don't oh. want to, like, pick out characters and mash them up yet. I want, like, concepts where, like, the concept is Sherlock playing the violin. Or yes, Sherlock being that. recovering drug addict. I also like that. Or... I want the Mycroft and Sherlock to have either a good relationship or it's becoming a good relationship. I want yes. recovering sibling goodness. Yeah, where, like, obviously there's tension and bickering, but they do deeply care about each other. Because that is the thing. I feel like Mycroft does care about Sherlock in Sherlock, but Sherlock does not seem to care about Mycroft no. at all. And so I would like it to go both ways. Like, yes. even if it's a little bit, like, I would love, I would love... You have, like, Henry Cavill's Sherlock and maybe Mycroft's, um, or, uh, Gatiss's, Mycroft. So, like, like, a little bit of, but I I would like the Mycroft a little more dumb. I I don't want him smarter than Sherlock, but I want Sherlock to, like, look up to his brother and want his, like, uh, like. Approval? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, where it's, like, instead of the arrogance of, like, I want everyone to know I'm clever, it's, like, I want my big brother to be proud of me. I want my big brother to love me. It's really good, right? It's so good. Okay. Um, I like when John has an uh, has a life outside of Sherlock, mm-hmm. and also that like it's not everybody in his life saying, "Oh, it's between me and Sherlock." That's not yeah, how friendships it's work. Not. Also, so we don't have to deal with that. Like he can still have his friends, and whatever. But let's have everyone stop being cowards and make John Locke canon. Yeah. So then we like, don't have to even deal with it. Yeah. So, like, obviously, they're confirmed bachelors. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, okay, anyway. They both got married in the movie and the TV show. No. Yeah. Sherlock never got married. Sorry, 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 sorry. Watson and Mary got married in both. Yeah, anyway. Would we want it as a Victorian adaptation or a modern or even a different time period? 20s? I was thinking medieval times. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> A 20 Sherlock would be good. I don't actually know what was happening in London during the 20s, because alcohol mm. wasn't outlawed over there. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, oh, no, uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, so, so were... estates were collapsing. <sighs> no. No, I don't like that. No. Um, I'm okay with Victorian. It's pretty good. Would you want to do a modern? I like the modern. I don't know if that's boring, but I enjoy it. I have really, oh my gosh, if we can get Colin Morgan as Miss, Mr. Hudson and he he be the landlord. Oh, and he's like, he's like one of those like weirdly nosy landlords <laughs> who's like always checking out on you and like cooks for you and you're just like, can you go away, sir? Okay, that please? doesn't happen in real life though, I feel like. No, but it happens in TV shows. Yeah, which is fine. Oh. Schmidt, or no, Schneider. Schneider. That's what I was thinking of without actually knowing what I was thinking of. Schneider, I read your mind. Schneider. I can't believe he fell off the wagon. That still breaks my Stop. heart when I Don't think about it. Me. I'm so sorry. Him is Sherlock Holmes. Just kidding. He's a himbo. He's a himbo. He's such a good with past trauma. You know that's my type. I know. Okay. I I, I like the Miss Hudson from Sherlock because she's still like 
she gets some crap from them, but she's still, like, smart. She still can take care of herself. Yeah. She's still, she's tough, and I love that. So mm-hmm. I, I want that with Mr. Hudson. Which she does, her scene in the Irene Adler episode is, or, like, her interaction where she, the CIA agents are yes, interrogating yes, yes, her yes, yes, and stuff, stuff, that is one of her best moments, which, again, coming back to that episode being the best. Oh, shut up, Miss Hudson. Mycroft. Yeah. Although, do in fact shut up. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> that was very um, Mary Morstan. Can. Run away with Irene Adler. I was gonna say, it's like, can she be a lesbian? And the answer is yes. Yes, she can. Thank Done. you for asking. Who? Though, though I would think it'd be interesting if we, like, have the the mutual pining between John and Sherlock, and then Mary Morstan comes along and she's interested in John, and that, like triggers their relationship into like actually becoming a thing and john's like i'm so sorry but i'm in love with this himbo i didn't know he's not a himbo uh, oh, Henry ours, Cavill. Ours can. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. I'm just, just I'm operating on the assumption it's Henry Cavill. I'm fine with that. A little bit. Oops. Oh well. I'm um, fine with that. He's so sweet. He like this Sherlock you could describe as sweet. Yes. And I we need that. tender. We need sweet. We need pining. Mm. We need slow burn. <gasps> you know what we need? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining John Boyega as mm-hmm. Watson. And they go to a museum together. And together they're looking at like a statue of I Achilles. I know and do. they're like looking at each other from across it. And it's like that part in Pride and Prejudice where she's looking at the bust of him. Oh and then... They talk about Achilles and Patroclus, and it's just like, <laughs> gay? Yes, but the subtle Victorian way of gay. Yes. I thought you were going to say that someone's looking at a painting, and it's like, it's beautiful. And then they're looking at the person. Yeah, it is. Okay, yes, that too. <laughs> but neither of them like. would do that. That's, that's very true. <laughs> that's going to be Mary and Irene in my brain. Aww. Where, okay, so Mary stays in their lives okay. because she's cool. I really liked Sherlock TV version of Mary she's in most very ways. Good. Yeah, like, I, okay, I haven't seen, I saw season four once when I got home from my mission. Don't remember a lot of it. We watched a recap, which kind of helped, but she made a video to, like, get Sherlock angry and, like, call him out. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't care for that. Well, I. The reason, what I remember, like, especially season three, I think mm-hmm. she was great in season three, and then, par- like, a little bit. Yeah, the first episode of season one, four, she was good. Until she was murdered. Listen. Um, but the fact that she, like, challenges Sherlock, like, I think she honestly challenges him to be a better person. Agreed. Um, in a way that, like, he refused to previously, like, because mm-hmm. it's, like, he could have been a better person for John, but he didn't mm-hmm. need to be. And then now that Mary's in the picture, like, he has to be. Yeah, and the baby. Yeah. And I really like that. And so Mary sticks around and she ends up being really good friends with them mm-hmm. and, like, everything. And then Irene comes along. And Artie, John, and Sherlock are in an established relationship at this point. And Irene comes along and Sherlock's like... She my wits. She challenges me mentally this mm-hmm. time. Like, because Mary's just the emotional challenge. Yes. Um, Trying to make him a better person. Does that mean Watson is a physical challenge? Physical challenge. I was going to say size queen, but yes. <laughs> a little run. <laughs> Stop. Um, and Irene comes along and he's like, 
dazzled by her, mm-hmm. which is another, th- uh, what I like about the RDJ version of Irene and Sherlock's relationship. Oh, where it's, their, their relationship is very good. Yeah. And also her outfits, Rachel oh McAdams' marry me God. challenge. <laughs> um, is she married? Probably. That makes sense. She's um, and, and then Sherlock is like entertained by her. Yeah. And then John's like, Hey, what about me? And then Irene's like, I'm gonna steal your girl. What about everything we've been through? But what about trust? You know, I never meant to hurt you. What about me? That's so good. <laughs> and then, okay, how does how does Kira Knightley Moriarty fit into everything? I want her to be crazy like Andrew Scott, mm. but a little bit nicer. Okay, so how how did Irene get? Of a like a working relationship with Moriarty in this version, like because most versions, it's like I think the Rachel McAdams version, she's like indebted to yeah. Moriarty, which I don't love that. And then also the dying of consumption, I don't love. Yeah, I don't want that either. And then also, no one dies of consumption in this modern version we're doing. Yeah, tuberculosis is treatable, so get your shots, vaccines, etc. Wear a mask. <laughs> Because of tuberculosis. Yep. You know that thing we're dealing with right now? That thing we've been complaining about since March? I like the idea. I, I kind of liked how they came together in Sherlock. Where it's like, I Irene had something for Moriarty. Yeah. Okay. okay, but I, it's hard to find a way to write Irene, like, manipulating Sherlock without her being an antagonist. True. Hold on. I had an idea. Can they have, like, they went to boarding school together background? Moriarty and Irene? Yeah. Okay. So they, like, knew each other growing up. Like, old friends from school. Yeah. And it's like, what have you been up to? Well, I tried to seduce this man, but then I ended up stealing his boyfriend's best friend. Yes. Classic. What's this man? Oh, his name is Sherlock Holmes. Um, Hey. I'm obsessed. He's thick. (laughs) (laughs) He's dummy thick. (laughs) I'm just Sophie Turner and Keira Knightley talking about how thick Henry Cavill is. This is the best thing we've ever written. TM, 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 TM. Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain, so if we straight up wanted to write this, we could. There's no one stopping There's us. No one stopping me. Also, Great Gatsby enters the public domain either this year or next year. Can we talk about how much I don't care about Great Gatsby? Can we talk about how gay I'm gonna rewrite Great Gatsby? Yeah, that's fine. Here's the thing. I did like... Okay, I like the memes that came from Great Gatsby. Wait, is that the one that was like the Leo with the glass and yeah. the weird face? Okay, that, love that. That movie is not entering the public domain. No, that's fine. I don't care. I just liked the little party. You never killed nobody. Ah, oh, yes, that soundtrack. So good. For I feel know. like Jay Z produced the entire soundtrack. It sounds like something he would do. Boz Lerman, though. Yeah, I totally know who that is. He also he directed that and Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, that was a good. And then Enola, she is I like keep a, her. I want to keep Millie. Obviously, like she shows up in the background of an episode. Oh, okay. Because I kinda, or like I kind of wanted to continue on with what we have here, where like she. Okay, well, if we're continuing continuing on with what happened in the movie, I want her and the... I want to say Duke. I know he's not the... I also want to say Viceroy, which is also not what he is. The Viscount of Tillamook. Yeah. 
The Viceroy of Tillamook. The Viceroy of Tillamook. I want them to be a team and he can be all rich and fund all her lifestyles, but then she still does detective things on the side with her big brother. That's very good. That's very good. And also he keeps a garden. Yes! His Basil Garden. Uh, his Basil Hayden Estate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Viceroy of Tillamook at Basil Hayden Estate. Man, this was a really good movie. I paid so much attention. I'm trying to think. This episode's gonna be like a thousand minutes long. Approximate. Are we almost done? I think so. Okay. The only thing- Okay, there was a lot of speculation before seasons three and four came out. Sherlock. Yes. Um, of what their relationship was like with their parents- Oh. And, like, how they were. And so, like, a lot of fics have them written very differently than how they ended up being portrayed. I love how they were portrayed. Yeah, where they're just kind of, like, normal people. And but they they're, just, like, still tough. Yeah. And then they just kind of produce two sociopaths for children. And you're, like... Three. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forget about her. She was very On scary. purpose. Okay. Gosh, I keep thinking... It's, like, I'm sitting right by Ezra's door, and I just think she's gonna come in and kill us. I don't know why. I'm just sat here, like... Like, that's how it ends. With Which whatever Holmes' daughter coming to kill me. We did watch the recap of season four, and it involved the shot where she goes up to the glass, and then Sherlock goes up to the glass, but there's no glass, and then they hold hands. That was a good shot. That was a very good shot. I did like at the end when they started playing violin together. Yes, I think there was like. Oh my gosh, we can put that into our adaptation with Enola. With the violins together. Yeah, oh my gosh. where he plays it, and he's like. You want to know what I do in my free time? And she's like, drugs? And he's like, no, I play the violin because I'm a sweet boy. And she's like... <laughs> Healthy coping mechanisms. <laughs> Dimple. <laughs> and then she's like, fine, I'll learn the violin. And he's like, I didn't offer to teach you. And she's like, yes, you did. And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> also, really quick, back to the fourth season. Obvi. Who just gets Andrew Scott as a Christmas present? Hopefully all of us. Oh. Also Fleabag, she would. Oh my gosh. Okay, but like, why would Mycroft do that? He's such an idiot. Mycroft is such an idiot. Gosh. Also, why didn't they bring Moriarty back? Oh my gosh. That was the biggest wait. Oh my gosh. I'm very angry about it. To this day, obviously, I'm so sorry about the loudness. It's still the most disappointing thing that's ever happened. Okay. Again, before seasons three and four came out. Speculation. Did you miss me? Okay. No. no, no, no. That was season three to four. Oh, but I'm yes, thinking yes. after Moriarty died and mm -hmm. Sherlock faked suicide. Yes. There, there was infinite fandom speculation on everything yes. that happened and how everyone faked their suicides because... It was the one where he, like, went into the window, shook his hair, and kissed Molly. I really liked that Yeah, one. that was very good. It was very good. But, like, and we all wanted Moriarty to not be dead or, alternatively... For this to be not real Moriarty, and there was another real Moriarty in the background pulling the strings. Oh. That's what some of the fandom wanted, including me. Oh, I didn't me. like that. And you know what I wanted? I wanted Mark Shepard to be playing real Moriarty. Mark Shepard. Crowley and Supernatural. Crowley. And at the time, my justification for that was he no. was already in Supernatural and Doctor Who. He needs to be in Sherlock, too, because... Super Hulock. Super Hulock Nation. Dev, dev. I like the one where Moriarty is dead, but he's in Sherlock's head. Yeah, yeah. So that was that post-season three, I think. That's why... That, sorry, that was my strong reaction, because I wanted that so bad. I still want that. I want to rewrite season four where it's just or like season whatever where 
He's just in Sherlock's head. Yeah, like in the same way that season six of Supernatural, uh, Sam was just hallucinating Lucifer <laughs> in Lucifer. his brain all the time. And it was the greatest. Hallucin Moriarty. Um, also, the whole reason I say there's the real Moriarty behind the scenes is because... <laughs> In Arthur Conan Doyle canon, he wrote, he had, listen, he was writing short stories. Yes. And then people started paying a lot of attention to him. And he's like, oh shit, I got lots of plot holes. And one of the (laughs) plot holes was he had written about two separate Jim Moriarty's. And he's like, uh, they're brothers. Both named Jim. You know how how siblings are named. (laughs) Hold on. That's very funny, but I saw a TikTok or something about how, like, people in the past or in, like, stories would write twins, where it's like, you name the twin, so it's Jim, and then you have the the second one who's not Jim. It's Auntie Jim. And that's how they named their children. Really? I don't know... In what what con- I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's in some context. I don't know. Yeah. But it was very funny. Uh-huh. I like... <laughs> this is such a chaotic episode. Is it a sexy chaotic episode, though? Um, I don't know, but let me talk about Kira Knightley some more, and then it will be. Okay, we That's watched Colette good. last night. Listen. Um, <laughs> do we want to do a Kiss, Mary Kill? Will you be able to survive a Kiss, Mary Kill? Yes. Okay. Kiss, Mary Kill the Sherlocks. Okay, you see her face right now? I don't think she's going to survive this. Fine. Okay. I'm marrying Henry Cavill. Okay. Obviously. Instead of kissing, can I have Benedict Cumberbatch dirty talk at me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know how inappropriate that is, but I don't care. Gosh. You want me to punch you over and over again? (laughs) Until your arm weakens? I have two recordings on my phone currently of that scene. From Star Trek Into Darkness, if you didn't know. Because every time I watch it and it gets to that part, I always record it. Why? I don't know. I can look it up online. I already have it on my phone twice. I probably have it on one of my old phones. (laughs) I freaking... Love that scene. Gosh, damn it. Anyway. I would kill Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It's, it's not even a question. Yeah. Come up with a little I know, yeah. Um. Okay, Rachel McAdams. Who do you love? How do I make this painful? <laughs> How do I hurt you? Oh. Oh, no. Andrew Scott. No. <laughs> What's that? No. Judas. No. <laughs> and I was going to say Henry Cavill. Or do you want a woman? I mean, the woman woman. No, I was going to say Irene. Woman. Okay, Irene. Irene Moriarty from Sherlock. Okay, the thing is, the obviously. Woman, woman. Oh, gosh. No, there's no obviously in this at all. Because <laughs> I could marry Andrew Scott. Like, Gosh, that's. No, you're marrying Moriarty. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah. wild. Yeah, but like. Oh, what an adventure. But then I could marry the literal dominatrix. Which? I mean. What? I get it. He's got or good clothes. I could marry the Rachel McAdams Irene, Gosh, and yeah. and th- that one vest she has that has the pink silk. So good. Except she'd look better than me. I have to kill her. <laughs> if I'm in Victorian era and my partner looks better than me, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm the I'm pale I'm and voluptuous. <laughs> I would be perfect. Is that Victorian? Is that what they like? That's well, what they like. That's yeah. what they like. If I would have survived to adulthood in the Victorian area, Which era. is questionable for yeah. us. <laughs> oh. With these lungs, in this economy, 
with this cliff lip, I would have died. Yeah. Oh, shit. What a bummer. It's a really good thing I was born in modern times because, like, can we talk about if I was would have been born in, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame? Gonzo. I, I would have I had a bell tower. I would have murdered all the Frollos. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, who are you marrying? Who are you killing? Okay. Gosh, you have chaotic. You have chaotic sexy, and then you have, I mean, just sexy. This is a fun this dilemma. very interesting. I... Can I edit the kiss to yeah. a one night stand? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I mean, yeah. F Mary Kill. What? Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be Mary Moriarty. One- and I'm very questioning it. And <laughs> let Irene Adler tie me up and have her way with me. Hey, are you being wicked, Your Highness? Love it. Yes, Miss Adler. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> also, okay, who were they implying that was? Princess. Oh, it wasn't Princess Charlotte, but she's a child. Who is the other one I'm thinking of? Kate? Because I, like, I don't know if they're Kate? implying anyone. I feel like they, uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, BBC is publicly funded, so if they would have implied anyone, like, on purpose, it could have been, like, oh, legally no. sketchy. Yeah. Interesting. Sketch. Anyway. The Lestrades. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anola Lestrade? Very cute boy. Very cute. I'd say marry him. Really? Okay. I would kiss movie Lestrade. No. Greg? What about Greg? No, I'd kiss Greg. I was gonna Kill say, movie. I'd probably marry Greg. Yeah. Kill movie Lestrade and then Enola, I'd probably kiss. Okay, Mycroft. Okay, I'm gonna kiss Finnick O'Dare because... Yeah. Gosh, he's so pretty. Even though he's an asshole who sent his little sister to bad finishing school with Aunt Petunia who slapped yes, her. did not care for that. But I'm only kissing him. I'm not marrying him. I'd probably marry Stephen Fry. And this is going to be also because I'm really mad at Mark Gatiss in general. Yeah. The queer baiting. He can die. (laughs) He's a class traitor. Yes. So, and they're all rich, right? All Mycrofts. So I'm like sorted that way. Yeah, like, they're all implied to be well-off government employees. Then, yeah, that's fine. Stephen Fry and I can have a lovely time together. I mean, his beautiful crooked nose. I love Stephen Fry. He's so cute. I just think of him in V for Vendetta, and I'm like... Oh, yes. So good. Um... Also, we need to give Mycroft a boyfriend in art adaptation. Okay. Can he be with Lestrade? I know people ship that in Sherlock. Yeah, I don't know why they do, but they sure do, huh? Man, that's a ship that exists. It is a ship that exists. <laughs> um, we need a better Mycroft. We do. Just a good big brother. I would, I would like a mix of Stephen Fry and Finnick O'Dare. Yes. What? what if we did... Okay, you know that musical duets fuck me up like none yes. other. Where Mycroft plays the piano and Sherlock plays the violin. Stop. It'd be really good. But we have Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he fit into this? I don't know. He plays the piano. And I love him and I want him in everything. <laughs> Where would he fit into this? I don't know. He can be Mycroft's boyfriend. <laughs> Mycroft just keeps a little twink around. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. I'm in. Fine, you convinced me. I'm surprised it took that much. Okay. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I'm I loved this episode. This so is really much. fun. Thank you to Elliot HT Art for our cover art. And thank you for our pod dad, Jordan, for being our dad. <laughs> and thank you to the Victory Style for our theme song. Not into it. Please find us on Instagram, social medias. Twitter. Just sister, those two, actually. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we have a TikTok that exists. Technically, I we have not done anything on it. It's yeah, we're Sistertainment Pod or Sistertainment Podcast. 
Um, Email us if you have anything to say to us at sistertainmentpod at gmail. Ezra's on Twitter a lot, so. Yeah. Text us. 555. (laughs) 1-800-ARE-YOU-SLAPPING? What? It's a meme. Oh. Uh, (laughs) What's that? Doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) 420-6969? I wish that was my phone number. Gosh, it's a good phone number. I have, I do have 69 in mine. (laughs) I'm I'm Ezra. (laughs) And I'm Amanda. Thank you. And honey, you should see me in a crown.